going back to what made me make that switch. Yeah. I saw how much it was helping people mm. and the fact that I knew the business side already. Mm. And, you know, because if it was just the business side, I, that's why I'd never made the switch because I could have just, been, I would have been trading, you know. One for the other. Yeah, yeah, something that makes me money for something that makes me less money, mm. realistically. Yeah. And once I saw that in the long run, I could be helping people mm-hmm. um, and a lot of people and people that, and to know that it would have helped people that weren't with me then, um, I was willing to make mm-hmm. less money initially for the future, which I knew eventually it would have been on the back end as much yeah. or more than, mm-hmm. I, th- than I was making then. Yeah. Um, and that that's when I you know decided all right you know like it's it's time to make it's time to make a switch. Yeah. So are you a doctor? No. no okay. Far from your it. mom is though, right? Yeah. So when I when I built the company, um, I told when I started working on it here in Florida, I told her, hey, start learning this stuff. Yeah. You know, start learning this stuff, and you know, I'll hire you. Yeah. I might as well employ you. Like you know, we are our issues before, but like. Might as well employ someone I know and and can trust. Mm. Um, And so I hired her. And that's sort of a rare quality, right? In like the medical marijuana field. Your mom mom was a medical marijuana doctor? She's a PhD. In medical marijuana? Well, she was just a doctor before the marijuana thing. So what do you go to marijuana school if you're already a doctor? No, that's my point though. How do you... A lot of people in that field already were just certified in medical marijuana, which is very different than going to... You know, a full college of becoming a doctor, correct? No, um, not not in this state. Okay. Um, and so in this state, you have to be a doctor first, mm-hmm. and then you can get a certification to become a to basically add it to your abilities to to recommend. Okay. Uh, but in the state of Florida, the requirements from going past a doctor into medical marijuana doctor are nothing. Really? They literally have you. T- I've taken the course. Mm-hmm. It's all about the laws. Um, it's very easy. You guys so it's not another. It's for a doctor. It's not. Teach, an, it's not a hard notch to put no, on the belt. No, they they don't. The, the, that's actually the issue. Is they don't teach the doctors enough about this. Mm-hmm. Right. And most of the doctors, when they start out, the patient comes in like, you know, hey, I have you know, I have neuropathy. I have pain. The doctor opens up a dispensary pamphlet and goes, all right, pain, this one. This is what you should take. And you go, well, why, doctor? And they go. Because it says it on here. Yeah. They have no fucking clue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I'm allowed to curse. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, they, have, they have no clue what they're telling patients to take. And for someone like you, that's fine because you know what you yeah. need. You, know, right. you can listen to their advice a little bit, but you would also benefit from somebody who actually knows what they're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Where do you go to learn what you're talking about? Start off on the internet. I mean, like yeah. with all things. But so what she, what I had her do was actually go out and work with doctors who had been doing it already in California and Washington mm. for years mm-hmm. and learn from them. Plus, you know, work with researchers um, and, you know, just find out. We, I f- flew her all the way to, I think it was in Italy, um, the International Cannabis Research Convention, ICRC. Mm. And, like, this was, there weren't really doctors there. It was all people... Um, it was all scientists, really? all people who had been doing nothing but just researching cannabis mm-hmm. and doing like crazy experiments on, you know, rats and stuff like this to yeah. understand how it worked in their brains yeah. um, and, and all kinds of crazy stuff. And that's where she picked up a lot of knowledge and brought it back to us so that we could learn it too. Wow. Um, and so I focused on building everything around that 
and building out the business. And that was really where I, where I came in because I, I had a really good grasp of marketing, um, marketing, business development. That's what I had already been doing. So you fronted the capital for the business? Yeah. Okay. So the business is 100% yours and then your mom is just an employer of the business? Correct. Okay. Now, when you, when you took that step and you came back to Florida, you hired your mom and you started your business, what year is this now? That would have been 2017, mid-2017. Okay, so you've been doing this for about five years. Yeah. Um, what has that journey of starting a business, A, was that scary? And then B, what has it been like trying to grow and scale the business? So I'd already started a couple other businesses. Yeah. Um, started, you know, had some spectacular failures as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a good amount of them. Um, and, <laughs> and had a couple that were, you know, s slightly successful and I lived off you know, just the small meager profits yeah. that I made off them. But this was the first one that I was really putting everything on, on it all my time. And it was, you know, it's been a, it's been a challenge. Yeah. Um, and really where I think we did a lot better was where I came up with, I started a thing for myself called a thousand day challenge, right? So it was a thousand, I, you know, started off as actually 10, um, then kind of grew into a hundred and five hundred. But what it was is I decided that all the time I was at the brokerage, when I started realizing how much my time I was wasting um, outside of that, mm -hmm. um, you know, outside of working or school, anything that wasn't positive towards where I wanted to be, um, I realized how much time I wasn't putting towards the things I wanted. And so I realized like, oh, there's so much extra time. Mm -hmm. There's so much extra time that I'm just wasting, you know, doing nothing. And so I decided what I want to see what what I could do and what would happen if I just stopped taking days off. Mm -hmm. mm. None. Don't take any days off anymore. Let's see the difference in work. And also instead of working nine to five, I wanted to do nine to seven. Um, so ten hours a day as compared to eight, and then working the weekends too. Right. So that was kind of the start of it. So I did that for I think it was yeah you know, first like I skipped I did ten days straight. I was mm. like Party. seventy hours a week, ten days straight. Uh, so or 70 hours my, or the, the structure yeah. I did was yeah. well close. So the weekends I would do a minimum of six, okay. um, minimum of six hours worked on the weekends. But when I first started the company, I mean, it was, I was doing 80, 80, yeah, regardless. 80 to wow. 90. Um, I was there at 2 AM. You know, wow. working. And, but like, so then it went to 10 days. I was like, Oh, I already made it to 10. Let's see if I can go to 20. And then I got to a hundred. Yeah. Um, and then I eventually like just kept, you know, once I got to like the 200 mark, I was like, Let's let's just go for like a thousand. And so, like at the end of each of those benchmarks, like the end of ten days or at the end of twenty days, like how are you feeling at that point to make you extend the date? Like, are you a hundred percent just saying I feel fantastic and this was a good thing, or like are you at all at any point going like first, I feel a little burnt out, but the it's first worth two it? Weeks sucked. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like that. That's what I realized when I first adapted to my previous schedule. When I added, you know, I was doing school full time because when I was at the brokerage, I was still doing full time yeah. classes. Yeah, and I realized like once you get past two weeks of whatever schedule it is, it's fine. You like acclimate. Yeah, it's it's you know it's like going up to like a crazy amount. It, it takes like two weeks to get your brain used to it. And honestly, I realized that for me, and I don't know if this is for everybody, but once I stopped taking those days off. I got what I kind of called the hyper focus. Mm. You know, you know when you show up back to work on Monday and you're like, "What do I even fucking do?" Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know what I do here. And the first four hours of you being at work are catching up to get back to where you were mm -hmm. on Friday after you slacked off half a Friday. Yeah. Um, 
And so I didn't have that anymore. So I could, I was at one point, like you just start problem solving more than you ever could imagine. And the reason why I wanted to do this, because in the beginning of starting a business, your hours account for pretty much a hundred percent of the man hours work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. So if I put in 80 hours a week as compared to 40, I've now knocked out two weeks. Mm -hmm. Right. If I put in, you know, so then if I double my output, I'm now cutting the time I want to get to my goal in half yeah. in the same amount of time. And all I had to give up was, you know, going to the bar at five o'clock with a, you know, a bunch of people who I really don't give a shit about, mm -hmm. you but, know, and not, we're going to continue this, but to that point though, I find that at least for me, and it might be this two week hump, but I would rather work at like 95% five days a week than like 70% seven days a week because I, I'm an intense person, so when I show up to work for that eight hours, I'm running, right? Well, did you find that for yourself when you started working this extra time? Did you work that was that was, big, that was the big That was the big determining factor for me is could I keep... Performance. The, the, the same yeah, intensity yeah. Would, for more would, time. Would my efficiency drop? And if you decide that you're not going to allow that... Then it doesn't. You don't. Because, yeah. mm. I mean, it goes back to think about cavemen. Yeah. Right? Did they have the Nick ability? Nick loves bringing up the cavemen. No, the Babylonians. He, yes. Yeah. Same yeah. shit. Right? Yeah, yeah, Babylon. No, no, no. Maybe not. Good question. Way, way further back before <laughs> yeah. Babylonians. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Know? I guess yeah, Babylonians yeah. are those the people in the Bible times? Is yeah. That I think they means? were chilling. Yeah. They uh, weren't. Okay. Yeah, about yeah. I always think about cavemen when you say yeah, it. To yeah, be honest, yeah. well, <laughs> I think I'm thinking the word barbarians. Research Babylonians. Yeah. Okay. Barbarians. Get your history straight, Pete. All right. Sorry. But I, I really, this is just for me. I think that burnout. Right is hundred percent up there. Mental. Mental. It's a hundred percent up there, because if you decide that this is what I'm going to do, and this is my goal, and I have to do this to achieve it, yeah, you will do it no matter what. When there were cavemen and they were being chased by saber-toothed tigers, they didn't go. Well, I've really, you know, I got chased for the last five days. I really need two days off, Mister Tiger. Mm -hmm. Could you please? No. Is either do that or get fucking eaten. Yeah. Right. So if they, you know, and the strong would survive and because they decided that I'm going to keep running and push past what I have any idea that my limits could ever be. And that's, that's kind of what my goal was to keep pushing to really, truly find my limit. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. And know that what I think is my limit right now, eight hours is because there's clearly other people who can do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Find, I found my limit at about 105 hours per week. That was where I was, that was where I noticed that the def, the efficiency was fine. What's that breakdown to per day? Are you there to get it's it mesh? 12 hours a day yeah, almost? It's about 12. Yeah. Good um, shit, man. And, but that took me planning out, you know, eating meals while driving to work. Mm -hmm. I mean, 105 hours, I mean, of just pure work, not just being at the mm -hmm. office. Yeah. Timing everything. And just getting crazy about it. And that's really, yeah. you know, but I, I that's where how I... How long did 105 hours go for it? Like, how long did I you keep that for? I did that for about two weeks. Yeah. About two weeks. And I was like, this is... It, it was not It was not sustainable. Mm -hmm. um, and that's where I realized that I had to pull back. But when you think about, like, the 105 hours ceiling or cap, right? And even if you pull down, okay, you found that, okay, I think I'm really good in the mid-90s, whatever it is. We talk about five sectors of life all the time. So, like, financial... Well, it's not balanced. Yeah, well, right. I was going to get to that point, well, and I think that's, I like that well, that was your answer. I like that there's no balance, but do you find that when you pull from one, that others 
because for me, I'm the same way. When I dive into something singularly, I definitely see decline in everything else. Yeah. And my question was, so I guess the answer that you're saying is, yes, that was worth it because I wanted to achieve that. So in my, for me, it yeah. was because of what my goals were yeah. and, and are, right? I decided that, you know, fuck social life, um, fuck health, right? Yeah. That, that was definitely an issue and that's what I'm addressing now, mm-hmm. right? Uh, fuck everything else besides for this because of the time that I was doing it in, yeah. right? Because of how much my work mattered in the beginning of a company. Because mm-hmm. now if I did 100 hours, I have, you know, collectively 13 employees. If I do 100 hours, you know, on as compared to 50, it only increases our overall man hours worked by 5, 10, 5 6%. If in the beginning when there's me only as an employee and I double my hours from 50 to 100 or 40 to 80, I've now upped it by, you know, I've doubled it. 50%, yeah. That's a good point. 100%, 100%, yeah. Yeah. Right? That's why when you start something, that's why, you you know, in my opinion, you need to make the decision to shift the balance. Right. right? At that time in your life. Make a conscious decision. Yeah. Right to say I'm okay with putting off these other things mm-hmm. because the returns later are that much more important. What I what we've done in five years generally takes most small businesses twelve. Mm-hmm. Right in the three years that I did the thousand day challenge, I put in the work. So you literally finished it. I fin- I, I actually ended up going past it. Um, I did one thousand one hundred twenty nine days. And what was the criteria during those 1,000 days? 10 hours a day for weekdays, um, six hours minimum on, on weekends. So Christmas morning, you're waking up going to the office for three years straight. Yeah. Wow. Or that's it, the, like I worked at home sometimes. Okay. Too, you know, okay. I break it up sometimes like that. Or and I could be out of town doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, like we have I have nine offices. Like I'm mm-hmm. not going to be at the same office every day. Yeah. Um, we have a headquarters, but yeah, that was the breakdown. And in that time, in Three years, I managed what somebody at 40 hours a week would have done in seven and a half. Yeah. And like that's a huge... Quite literally by doubling the workload. Yeah. You should write a book, Marshall, called A Thousand Days. Because that's an interesting theory. I hear what you're saying. Well, I just... I, I don't I, recommend no, it to I, anyone. But, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling anyone to look. Yeah, yeah. Let me say that. Don't do no, that. But, but it gets my brain going because when I think about how successful I want to be in something... I, I get hungry for that. Like, that, like I want to, this is just a, a small thing, but I want to be fucking successful on this podcast, right? Successful doing this. Me and Pete, I mean, talk about it every single day at least. So we're always like kind of working towards it. The question is, are you obsessed with it? Yeah. 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 yeah I would say so. When I say obsessed, do you eat, sleep, shit this? If you want to be, that, that's what changed it for me. I had someone explain to me, because they had started their own thing and you know they had just surpassed two commas yeah. right over over seven figures in gross income and i said what you know what really was it for you that that made the change he's like once i became obsessed mm-hmm. yeah. and, and in every definition of that because when i was and that goes back to the hyper focus thing yeah. I, don't, I don't have a better word for it so maybe somebody has a better word for i that. think it's appropriate yeah. I was problem solving in my sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would wake up in the middle of the night my and, ha- and yeah. have to grab my phone because my dream literally was how to p- solve a problem I was having at the office. Mm-hmm. And 
And look, there's that also, you have to weigh that out on what is your goal, yeah. right? And how bad do you want that goal, yeah. mm-hmm. right? You know, like we hit the, the two comma point mm-hmm. and we have, you know, another five and 10 years worth of you know goals to accomplish. And it made sense at that time because we're young, yeah. right? If you're young, now is the time to build it because then you have the more money to invest into, you know, you have, you can leverage everything that you've done now. Now is the time to make the sacrifice, not later, because later you're already fucked. Mm-hmm. It's over, right? Once you hit that 40 mark, you know, it's much, so put in perspective, an hour worked between 20 to 30 is worth two and a half hours worked after 40. Mm. So, if you also look at it on you're saving your life, yeah. right? Because let's right. say you only live a certain amount of, of time. Like let's say everyone lives to be 70 or even 60, mm-hmm. right? I'll be stoked if I make it to 60. <laughs> um, if you can do something, if you're going to have to put in the, the time to make enough money so that you can retire and do what you want for the rest of your life, the fastest way to get there is to do it as early as you can. Yeah. Not as late as you can. Because if you do it after 50, it's four hours. Mm. right think about that think if you would have just sacrificed one hour when you were 22 you could have saved yourself four hours times that by 10 that's always an argument do you do you do it you know do you travel do you do all this stuff earlier do you travel and have babies and whatever late and that was the decision like i really thought a lot about it and for me i made the decision to do it later right 100 and i went i went all in on black on that decision um, and you still fully support that decision? For me, yeah. Yeah. For me, and I don't think there's necessarily a right or wrong answer. I think no, it's just like personal not. preference. Yeah. You know? It matters what your if your goal is, you know, to start a you know family and live a moderate life mm. with you know not a lot of extravagancies, then you don't need to do that. Mm. There's no reason to, mm-hmm. right? If you have goals that differ from that, then you might need to shift a little bit closer. To you know the the, the thirty day yeah. challenge, you know, and, and back to like the work life balance point, it's something that I think about a lot because it's like one of the things we've talked about on this podcast that like we Continue sort of strongly disagreed yeah. on in a sense, and um, and I like when you asked me the question of like what it means to me, I like didn't really have a good answer for you, and I still don't know that I do, but it's something I constantly think about all the time, and I think like the the things I've been figuring out as I think about it is like. To the point that you said where, like, your thousand-day challenge is not balance, you know? But at that time, his goal wasn't a work-life balance. It was fucking work so that I can build something for myself. But was it perfect balance because he was on a linear goal? Like I mean, that, I guess, but that's not know, the, the no, question. But, but work-life balance, balance, balance is yeah, different yeah. from perfect balance. Wasn't balance. Yeah. Yeah. But also, I think why, and this is a general, genuine question, where did this idea that, like, we deserve this perfect work-life balance. Where did that come from? Mm. Like who, you know, like, I think we were fed that growing up. I, I think I, I like go to, jo- go to college, get a degree, get a job, be happy. I think it was kind of like, do shit the change. Yeah. you like, like that can't happen now yeah. or it can, but it's much, it doesn't happen as much. Yeah. And so like then the, the trouble is, is a lot of people who do that, I think, end up believing that that's what's going to happen. They're going to put in their 40 hours a week. Right. You know, they're going to do the right things. They're going to follow the playbook. And boom, 50 years old, 
uh, 60 years old, Mm -hmm. the balance never comes, or they don't have enough to actually, you know, put away. They're stuck working till they fucking die. And so that's my point. I don't think work-life... You know, okay, so to fill you in on, like, the history of the conversation, Nick brought up at one point that someone said to him, like, work-life balance isn't even, like, a real thing. You'll never achieve it. Because at one point, at any point, if you're giving, like, 100% to anything in your life, something else is going to lack. Correct. So a perfect work-life balance, in theory, doesn't exist Mm -hmm. because it's impossible. And... My rebuttal to that was like, damn, that's really sad to you know, accept in, in because my has a perfect work life balance. Hmm. Somebody who's already done the done the work. And so that's kind of what I'm getting at is mm. I, I want to believe that work life balance is achievable. Um, Your work life balance gonna, is on a on a macro. Well, what I'm talking about is on a micro. It's not going to yeah. be for every day of your life. To yeah. the idea of thinking from your 20s to the day you die, you're going to have work life balance is an impossible task. And, and it's going to take years and maybe a lot of years of thousand day challenges or fucking yeah. hard work and uncomfortable situations and losses and failures and attempts that don't work out. But it's going to take a lot of work to get to that point. The goal should be the work-life balance. And that's what you're building for. That's what makes you work a thousand days in a row for fucking 70 hours a week, you know? That's the goal. And then at some point, hopefully, you build something to the point where it works out for you and you can achieve that balance. And that's what you hopefully get to do for the last... 15, 20 years of your life before you die. But also, but that, that, that's a fucking finite period. And when you think about it, say you do want to have kids and continue the family name, right? Dude, that means that from basically the entire like, length of the child's you know, uh, adolescence, you're fucking gone. You're not there. Well, it doesn't necessarily have no one's saying you have to be doing a thousand day challenge as soon as your baby's born. But you can feed a little bit to the family side and take a little bit away from the work side, but it doesn't mean it's a perfect balance. No, You're still gonna yeah. be the guy that works a lot, you know? But you can be there to see your kid grow to up. To the better to the to your guys' kind of point. Macro, right? Once I have a kid, I would shift. That. Shift. Yeah. Right. You know, it yeah. doesn't mean because it's 50-50. I put in all of that work early, I can then rely on the fact that that's already been done. It doesn't make sense. Like now it doesn't make sense for me to hit hundred hours, Mm -hmm. right? Because it doesn't change what happens in our company enough. Mm -hmm. But when you're the only one there and you're trying to build something from nothing, Mm -hmm. right? And like nobody else like wants to give you anything. Like we, I started the company by literally renting a single room out of somebody else's office. Right, doing everything on paper. I would get there at 7 a.m. and leave at about 2 a.m. Like that was my every day. That was the beginning, and I literally I was the one answering the calls, making the ads, helping see the see the patients, do the application, submitting the applications after five, and then from yeah. So after we saw all the patients, from five to 6:30, I'd do all their applications. From 6:30 until about 10, I'd call back people who'd gone on the website and, and shown interest. Mm-hmm. Right, and then I'd work on the website to make it better. From you know 11 to 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. because I was going leaps and bounds at that time because I was the only one there to do it. You know, because if I put in all that mm-hmm. extra effort, what I what would have taken me two weeks, I did today. Right. You know, and that's where you have that it has to be for you. You make the decision of is this worth it for what I want to do? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where I see a lot of people who start their own thing, specifically if you're going to start your own business, 
you need to know what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. You know, thinking that you're going to have a work-life balance if you start your own company, like, it's you're kind of kidding yourself. Yeah. You know, because, like... If you want it to be successful, yeah. Yeah, but why do it if it's, if it's, yeah. if it's not going to be? But also to think that the reason people start their own company is to one day achieve that work-life balance, I, th- I believe in that, you know? But to think that from day one you'll yeah. have it no. is obviously not yeah, great. feasible. I, I gave yeah. up my 9 to 5 so I can work, you know, 24-7. Yeah. But to then also <laughs> tell people work-life balance will never be achieved sounds miserable, doesn't it? Well, that it, it's now, now that I made that comparison, it, it just it's really easy in my head. It's either macro on life or micro on life balance, work-life balance. That's all it is, yeah. you know? Do I want to be able to have fun this weekend at a birthday with my friends on the boat? or do I want to be able to do that later down the road you well, know? I think also right. that was half my issue is what I then did was I would go out like once every like two months mm-hmm. and when I did it was absurd you like know, social it, anxiety type thing or? no no no, okay. no like what I would you know like yeah. we would go to you know to the max you know, extra hard yeah. yeah extra hard you know party bus Miami oh, you know wow, all yeah. of it yeah, because yeah. that was my one time that was my one time that I had scheduled and set aside for me to go out and, ha- and have my fun mm-hmm. because I didn't do it at any other time right. and I, th- I think I still kind of do that from time to time now mm-hmm. um, and but because of that the stuff that we did then because I did kind of save up any of the money I was going to spend mm-hmm. on that like was bigger and crazier than anybody else ever, you know, mm-hmm. ever did. But most of the people I knew would do. Yeah. Like, great. Like, you guys go to the bar every day at, you know, 5 o'clock and knock back four beers. But, like, we got to go, you know, have a private chef in Miami with a party, you know, like, and right. all like, the crazy, yeah. you know, like, really cool experience. Yeah. That's an important point, too, is I think, like, the actual definition of balance in everyone's life is different for everyone's life, you know? To me, going to the bar at the end of the day of, like, a long day of work and being able to relax, like, might be my balance. Where to someone else, I work all month long to go out one weekend at the end of the month, and that's my balance. So it's like... That's a good point. It's different for everybody. It is different for everybody. I got two more questions for you. When you talked back to, like, the five pillars we talk about of, like, you know, religion, happiness, you know, financial success, family, health, all of it. You had mentioned that health and then like social, I'm, I'm, I'm now working on it. Are you okay knowing that you're shifting some of that out of the work? Are you okay now step, you know, stepping back yeah. in? Yeah, and, and like that's, I'm, is, so I look at everything in a very binary fashion, yeah. right? It's either bringing you closer to your goal or further away, mm-hmm. right? And it's okay to make decisions for things that are bringing you further away and like, so the, a lot of people say, I've, I've explained this to you. They say, well, why is it bringing you further away? Like if I decided to play video games at the other day, we played that one time. That's I right. was making a decision, and thank you for carrying me. The whole <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten better, too. Uh, we're about to double night now on, on uh, Oh, that's on great, Rebirth, dude. Rebirth. Um, not the real one. We get smacked. In, in Rebirth's, yeah. Rebirth's more fun anyway. Way more. But yeah, so like why is it? pulling you away as compared to just staying yeah. the same distance because mm-hmm. time, time doesn't yeah. stop. So right. if the time keeps going on, you're not actually staying still. You're actually being pulled further away. So it's, something can either bring you further, you know, further from your goal or closer. Mm-hmm. And A, like you guys said, it matters what the goal is, but my my goals are mostly, you know, achievement-based, 
financial mm-hmm. and also what I want to be able to do for people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And with those goals in mind, yes, if I'm going and playing video games or going and hanging out or even you know working out, that is taking me away from my main goal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As long as you're conscious about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And honest with yourself and saying, okay, you know, I, I disagree when people say, I need to take this time off so that I can get closer to my goal, mm-hmm. right? You're justifying it and you're lying to mm-hmm. yourself. In my opinion, this is not everybody's and not everybody's going to like mm-hmm. that when I say it. Yeah. Right? When you say, oh, I need to go splurge on this thing or take you know the, the, the day off because if I don't, um, I won't be as productive and if I do take it, then I can be more productive and get to the goal faster. No, just make the conscious decision and say, this is taking me away from my goal, but that's okay, mm. right? If, you make, if you're making the conscious decision to say, I'm okay with this, with being away from the goal, mm-hmm. but that's what I want to do. That's okay. But don't, at least for me, I told myself, don't lie to yourself, Marshall, and say that, oh, instead of reading, you know, more research and how to be, be a better manager and how to run a company better, right, at night when I got home at, you know, 8 o'clock, mm-hmm. when I get home at 8 now, um, instead of spending more time learning, mm-hmm. I play video games sometimes, I make that conscious decision of knowing this is not bringing me closer to my goal. Mm-hmm. But that's okay, yeah. right? Once I was able to make that decision and realize that this is not going to bring me closer to my goal, but I enjoy it, mm-hmm. right, then I felt much better about doing it right. um, because I was the one who point. was in control of it. You good know? Point. The last question I want to ask you, and you, after I ask it, you could decide whether you want to leave it or not. Uh, a few months ago on Instagram or three or four months ago, you had posted this story about how you do everything for your employees. You're always there for them. But one night you had called a few people up and just no one showed up. Yeah. Right. Walk me through that. And first, you know, with posting it to the world, I'm sure they saw it. And um, so, you know, and I don't know. And that's what I'm guessing, you know, asking what the reaction was. But second, what type of feedback did you get from people from posting that? Like the general public? That's a good question. So, A, I um, keep a rule with all my employees because since I am the owner and I at the same time carry the role of manager slash you know, CEO, which I think is a played out title now, <laughs> um, as is the word entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff, yeah. Like I, I, I don't even like calling myself it because it's so overused. Yeah, right. But A, the rule is I will not be friends with you on social media. Mm. Oh, okay. Will, okay. That's respect. I will okay. not because they need a place to bitch about me. Yeah. <laughs> right? Nobody's, you're, nobody, maybe there are, but very few places you work are you going to love everything that mm-hmm. your boss does, mm-hmm. right? It just can't or else you're, it's not a job, yeah. right? That's, that's a hobby. Um, that's true. <laughs> like if you love everything about it and there's nothing you would change and nothing that you do feels like you wouldn't want to do it, like that's not a job. Yeah. And I'm sure it exists out there for some people, but mm-hmm. a lot Good of people them. go yeah, yeah. to social media to bitch about their work yeah. and that's fine. Right. I don't want to end up having to see it because it'll be, you know, I want, I don't want to hear yeah. those things about myself or my company or whatever it is. So that was the rule I made when I started the company. Um, 
And so, A, they, you know, I will stand behind what I said. And I did, you know, I mm. did even speak to them about it. Um, so I'd be, you know, fine with sharing it with them. Yeah. Um, but they didn't see it in the first place. Okay. They, they already knew that I, you know, wasn't stoked that, um, like, hey, I, I look out for you guys. And the one time I'm in a spot where I need help mm-hmm. um, out of the ordinary, right? Because my employees are fantastic mm-hmm. and I do ask a lot from them um, and they work hard. And interestingly enough, like, not interestingly, but surprisingly, there's a small portion of, uh, of, of cannabis patients who are not very nice. Yeah. You know, uh, many, you know, like they can be pretty rough sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And so they get put through the ringer sometimes too. Mm-hmm. So, but it was one time where I usually don't vent like that, but I was pretty disappointed that nobody would step up. And some of them, they couldn't, yeah. right? they didn't have the opportunity to, um, but other ones, some of them made the conscious decision not to show up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And what it was, was the, uh, we couldn't see patients that next day. Um, you know, some, someone was sick, right? The, the, uh, the doctor, the mm-hmm. mother was sick. She couldn't see patients the next day. We didn't know that it would be like this until 6 p.m. on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. We had patients on Monday. And I called everybody who had the available skills to help me fix it um, right away. Mm-hmm. And some of them said, I can't, I'm out here. And, you know, it was like, I can't, I'm out here, but I'll be back in a little bit. It was, yeah, man, I'm really sorry. I can't, I'm, 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 I'm at dinner right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and like, and it has to occur in your head, like, mm-hmm. Are you going to be at dinner for the next, you know, five <laughs> yeah. hours? Or could, yeah. could you, you know, would would you be okay with, um, you know, curtailing dinner or even once you're done with dinner at a <coughs> natural period, right. helping me out? Yeah. And right. also, I wasn't asking them to come to the office. Yeah. They could do it from home from their laptop. Yeah. Right. right. I wasn't asking them anything crazy yeah. or to drive there. And it was just sometimes I'm reminded that, while during business hours they do a lot for me, um, outside of that, very few people um, are going to be willing to go above and beyond that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, it, and it's you know sometimes I get reminded, of that, and that's okay. I wasn't, um, you know, I didn't wasn't upset with them mm-hmm. because that was outside of their normal yeah, yeah. work responsibilities. True. Right. So really, I was just more frustrated that like, you know, people that I when I've helped them out with things that are well past mm-hmm. my responsibilities yeah. as their employer when I do that I think pretty frequently um, an eye for an eye yeah and I you know as yeah. and that's part of my job I need to do things for them and I cannot respect I cannot expect um, the same to be returned mm-hmm. sure yeah. right it's like the reason why like some of them have asked me like oh what would you like for, for your birthday said, you should never be buying your boss a birthday present mm-hmm. I'll buy you a birthday present mm-hmm. you should never you should never be buying me dinner it should always be one one it's a one-way street mm-hmm. um, and I think that's something I struggled with because also I am similar in age to a lot of mm-hmm. them right and where do you meet most of your friends in, at this time yeah. in your life? Work more. You would meet them at work. Right. Knowing that while I may be good friends with them in the office, you know, and I'm, you know, cordial with them and we have a good working relationship. There's that line there. Knowing that because, you know, I am the owner especially, yeah. that I'm never going to be, you know, have the opportunity to be friends with them knowing that like, 
the the way that most of my friends talk about you know meeting people yeah. I don't have that opportunity mm-hmm. is def that was probably one of the bigger shocks um, things I didn't think about as a um, as a sacrifice of, of running your own thing. My one devil's avocados to that is the, an argument for them could be, well, you're the boss, you make the big bucks, you're the one, it's your company, it's your name, this is why I'm the employee, this is why you know I get paid X, and this is why, why do you expect me to come in on a Sunday when I'm the employee and you're the employer? 100%, I agree with yeah. I would. I, I agree to that, and that's why it, like, I asked them, and when they said no, I said okay. Okay. You know, I, I didn't. I didn't continue. Like, yeah. you know, that was once I had been told no yeah. um, by you know the the five people who had the ability to help me. Yeah. I was, you know, I was like, fuck. I now it is my responsibility, yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. I am going to be here till eleven o'clock because nobody was willing to take that. Yeah, yeah. And also, you know, it goes back to something I've always said, which is, you know, you do more than you get paid for. And you'll get eventually. You'll eventually be paid for more than you do. Right. Right. If you're expecting to only ever get paid for what you do, you will never. One hundred percent. You will never get. No paid. extraordinary employee has ever said the phrase that you said. You know what. Uh, that's why you're the oh, boss. Oh, an extraordinary and, employee. Yeah. I agree. No Absolutely. extraordinary employee yeah. is ever like, Absolutely. well, that's not my job. I, you know. You know how many fucking brownie points you can get from pulling that little gig right there? A yeah. lot. You're automatically the boss's favorite, probably. Yeah. Right. And, but the, the truth is, the ones I had called were my extraordinary employees, right? And that's right, why. Sure, I, sure. And I wasn't, obs- you know, like I was upset at the situation. Not at them, and the fact that like this is they probably also didn't respond with like that's why you're the boss and I'm the employee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyone that's ever said that yeah. immediately goes to like the basically the yeah. bottom of yeah. the and list. And that's why I'm not friends with them on social media because that's the shit that people post all the time. That's yeah. a pretty good rule of thumb. I haven't yeah. you don't hear a lot of people say that, but that's yeah. probably a good policy. I, yeah, I can't because like I see, look, there's a new culture now of. Fuck the boss. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, that's not a new culture. That's not a new. Uh, it's that's it, fair to say. No, it's yeah, fair. It's, it, you know. Fuck the boss. Forget the people who own this. They're making money off of what I do. Right, right. And the trouble is what they, you know, and people don't like this, but I'm the one who's, who, who had to sacrifice my my time. my Thousand money, hour challenges. Yes, yeah. to, to put, to start the company. Right. Right. Think about how much of my life, if the company goes under, they go get a new job. Right. right. Exactly. Right? If you take, you know, for example, $100,000 and start a business, Think about how much of your life you spent to put that away. Yeah, mm-hmm. If that disappears, you lost a chunk yeah. of your life. It's a gamble, yeah. For them, they have none of that invested, mm-hmm. right? That's why I do make more than them. Right. Honestly, not even that much more. Yeah. Right, um, right. You know, because I also take everything that we make and put it directly back in the company. Good. Mm-hmm. You know, so that, that was a big, really the biggest thing for me that night was, damn, like, if I, I, I think I wouldn't have been as disappointed if I hadn't gone out of my way for a lot of these people right. in a non-professional yeah. you know, uh, situation for a mm-hmm. lot of them. Yeah. You know, I, you, you name it, bail money, like shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Most right. bosses that's a solid would point. never, yeah, that's, would never do. Yeah. If I, someone gave me bail money, I'm showing up on a Sunday. Night. Right. You yeah. feel a little and obligated. That's, right? that's where, like, I was like, yeah. man. Yeah. I, I need to remember. It's a when, fucked up. If you yeah, I need yeah. to remember where you know when. The when, line that you drew in the sand. Yeah, and you might have crossed it a little bit by yeah. going doing those personal favors, yeah. you know, yeah. and yeah, then expecting it on the yeah. professional end. Yeah, and that's and that's why I think I was I I was annoyed with it, and that's why it reminded me 
as I, if I remember correctly, I said, like, I got to remember that it all falls on me. Yeah, right? This is my, my thing, and I'm the only one who has my back on it. thousand percent. And that's why you make the big bucks. That's right. Sometimes. Sometimes. Last thing, uh, if I was a little tipsy at a bar and I walked up to you, I didn't know what you did. You said you you own a medical marijuana office. I would like chuckle and say, "So you're like a legal drug dealer." That would be my honest to god response. Heard it. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you say to someone that you know? Oh, you just a legal drug dealer. So I wish I was. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're on the a. We're on the doctor side. That's my mm-hmm. user response. We don't sell any products. Right. Okay. Yet. Hey. Um, well, that's, that's my first time I got. <laughs> That's what we're working towards now is actually yeah. to become, uh, to get our license to grow, which is a huge undertaking. Mm. And, and you're going to have fields out in Florida? Oh, yeah, that's that's what we're going to be doing. Wow. Um, but it's a very capital intensive, I mean, minimum of, you know, 25 to $30 million in capital investment to get started. Holy shit. Yeah, Florida's, <clears throat> Florida's crazy. Do you want to get like a small, like a 0.01% of that? <laughs> How much is yeah. 0.01% of $25 million? Uh. Twenty-five thousand dollars. Yeah. No, I'm okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's good news. We can tell with. people we own a grow field, and on top of that, when when you hear the world, I'm going to tell people I used to be a drug yeah, dealer. Yeah, That's yeah. good enough. But we could be legal drug dealers. Uh, yeah. I I might be. I, if I could be a legal drug dealer, I'd, I'm not saying you are. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, but. I'm, like when I say grow field, the first thing I think about is that fucking movie with the two guys, Seth Rogen and uh, Pineapple 20, Express. Pineapple Express. When they go to that fucking drug grow James, thing, James Franco. Yes, yeah, I, yeah. And that's I a good pray movie. that's what it looks like the first time I see it. Like all the plants upside down. It's like yellow in there. They're it's drying cool. out. It's yellow. I mean, it's very cool, but yeah. it's not. Oh, you've been in one? Oh yeah. No, no way. One. Yeah, it, like especially the ones in Florida, literally are. Like they're called hoop huts yeah. for the most most of them, and it's literally PVC piping, fire, like, like a tent no, thing yeah. with with plastic over it. Right, and right. Rows of so that's some people's rainbow, like a makeshift uh, greenhouse. Is, yeah. is it when you walk around there? Is it like going to a strawberry field? You could just like pick a nug and walk no, with they'll, it. They'll freak out because I mean, oh, like, it's super it's, regulated, it's, right? Yeah, it's a me- it's a medical product. Right. Oh, right. fact, yeah, so everything's super regulated. You know, look, you know, you're you know you got masks on. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. Like, last thing you want to do is go to, you know, dispensary and, you know, pull You're not going to, like, Cheech and Chong's house, you know? See, but, yeah. It's more like lab stuff. That that was an illegal growth field. Right, right, exactly. Like, other states, it's definitely, you know, especially in the recreational space, Mm -hmm. like, you definitely have... So, if it was recreational in Florida, could, like, me and Peach grow in our backyard and... It matters what they do with the laws. Okay. Um, So, some states, you have home grow. In right. Florida, are you allowed to grow your own plants no, as a medical do patient? Don't. <laughs> Not at all? No. Zero. No. no, no, uh, no, no. Just asking for a friend. I got a spare closet, yeah. you know? Do not do that. But also, people also, like, that question comes up a lot. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, well, you know, this state needs to get home grow. I guarantee you, 95% of the people who say that they want home grow. It's fucking hard. That's what I'm saying. Guess what? You can make your own beer. When's the last time yeah. you did? Yeah, dude. That's, that's such a good point. It's so fucking hard to grow good weed, right? Yeah, to grow really <laughs> high really hard. Weed. I've, like, tried to grow tomatoes before, bro. That <laughs> yeah. shit was trash. You We've got like, hella plants in my crib. Dead as fuck. Them bitches at Publix are so much better, bro. They, they got so it down like, to a science. Great. You're going to try and grow it. You're going to be really frustrated. <laughs> you and, can make your own beer. When was the last yeah. time you did that? Yeah, well, like, no, <laughs> that you, was such a good you example. You go to the store and buy it because they're better at it. Yeah, right. 
and it's That's way good, cheaper in the long run. Yeah. So like, sure, there will there are people yeah. who make their own beer, yeah. and they get very good at it, but it's time consuming. Yeah. Yeah. Medical um, marijuana in Florida has gotten amazingly inexpensive as yeah. of lately. Yeah, when yeah. I first got my card, I can remember thinking like, damn, fifty bucks for an eighth. I used to charge kids from Benjamin that much, you know. <laughs> but now you can get an eighth for like nineteen dollars. It's crazy. Oh my gosh. It's so, amazing. Uh, we, uh, one of my employees got an ounce for I think one twenty a couple days ago. Yeah, I do it all the time. Like, it's great. Yeah. That's um, amazing. Hey, we got that fire for cheap. God bless America. I did want to offer that if anyone who, you know, any of the viewers, um, yes. I'll be glad to give uh, 20% off um, for life. Wow. Uh, as, wow. A, as a patient. Sick. Just, uh, you know, just That's awesome, man. millennial, you know. Hey. Beautiful. We'll put all that in the description. Yeah. We'll put the links for all your yeah, stuff, we'll, too. We'll, you know, and, but yeah, it's it's pretty, it's, we live here, medical, mmjhealth.com, you know, mmjhealth.com 20% off for life yeah and you guys are located in West Palm so we have Boca Boynton sweet Jesus uh, Boca Boynton West Palm Wellington Palm Beach Gardens Jupiter Stewart Port St. Lucie Melbourne so if you it's 130 miles yeah if you live anywhere uh, in the South Florida you know uh, Space Coast area Treasure Coast fuck yeah that's awesome Uh, but yeah like it's it's getting Pretty inexpensive now. Uh, yeah. And they have some really like, good stuff. As a guy that bought my weed on the black market for the majority of my life, it's less expensive now to just get your medical card and get better quality yeah. weed from the dispensary than it is to hit up your boy. It's much safer. Then, Unless you've got like a real plug or yeah. something. But I mean, a hell of a lot cheaper than that. Yeah. Than, 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 than going to jail for it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's fact. A fact. That, as that a guy that's been to jail for it, that's a f- that's a fact. <laughs> that is well, a very even, fact. even the court, you know, even if even if you even the court case, yeah, you know, like yeah. That's, that's I spent five bands on a lawyer yeah, and I still that's... lost the case. <laughs> I still went to jail. What? I don't even get why I got the lawyer. <laughs> did he even refund you? Yeah, no, not at no, all. That's not how it works. Refundable. What did I use him for? Well, even that, that's the fucked up thing in Florida. A uh, just a even a cart, an empty cart, is a felony. Crazy. No, I'm running. <laughs> Where are you going? I don't know. I'm just running. You're running that big ass truck. Nick the no, I'll eat. I think I would eat up to an ounce of weed if I was. A what are you gonna do with the cart? What? Wait, you need the on. cart. I What's am... the cart? Glass? No, one of these things. Oh, I'm in my butthole. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. If I knew it was jail, that's, that's one in my butthole. That's the next live stream. How much money will it take to get Nick to put one of those? I'm just gonna call the cops and not tell them. You're not putting <laughs> that in your asshole for jail time? That didn't even cross my mind to be honest. Why was it the first? Dude, that's I might have said that way too fast. <laughs> you did. Okay. No but way. I am sticking that cartridge up my ass to go. Not I shouldn't go to have let you know that it's separated. I, I, like, <laughs> I, I would stick that up my ass too. I would stick this whole thing. He's so quick. A very average skinny penis up my ass. And you know for a fact it'll fit, right? Probably an <laughs> iPhone plus length. Pencil with. I really feel like so. I have I have two stories real quick that apply to both of those. Okay, this is interesting. <laughs> this is like a construction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have we have a patient who calls in, and I can't say his name because of HIPAA, but yeah, he calls in. He's about sixty-seven. Our average patient is older. Yeah, um, stuck a gummy on mass. So he calls. He's like, every time you know I use the flower. Like, my throat is killing me. Every my time throat. I use that giggle bush. <laughs> every time, you know, I do the regular, but every time my throat is killing me. Yeah. Or like, you know, what? where did you get it from? You know, is there anything discolored? He's like, you know, he tells me that's where he got it from, tells what it is, seems fine. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, and it's also like my, it's like my teeth. It's all like on my teeth and stuff. And we go, he was eating it? Sir, are you, 
smoking this or are you eating it? He goes, yeah, I've been chewing it. I've been che-. She's like, oh, no. Like, no. Oh, my God. No, he you're supposed to smoke this. And, like, that was really, like, hey, we need, we put in our literature, like, here's how you use flour. Because we, you know, we Damn. asked, like, have you not ever seen, like, the movies where they smoke weed? All right, right, bro, you got to be pretty socially <laughs> inept, though, to go 67 years. You made it 60 years. And not know that at least you smoke it. Who you, have you ever eaten a nug? Um, it's it's tar- It's like your body wants to reject it. It's you hard. had? Yeah. Like on purpose? Oh, yeah, kind of. What? Yeah. Okay. Well, your body doesn't want to eat it. We have patients who make tea out of it, but yeah. Yeah, that's acceptable. Those are the always the funnest back in college when we used to buy weed brownies, and you literally didn't know if there was five milligrams or fifty milligrams of THC. Yeah. And you would just cheers and down it with your friends, and then it just it was fun. Do you have a bad story of eating too much edibles? Um, I was feeling vibrations. I was in the fifth dimension and freestyle rapping at the same time. So that's where I was. Fire. Yeah, really good. Because I wasn't on Earth. Did you I don't believe really it. Fire? <laughs> yeah, right. There was no witnesses. I had a Little Caesars pizza in front of me, which was my first ever Little Caesars experience. I'll never forget it. How old were you? Uh, freshman in college. Sick. And that was your first Little, little Caesars, Caesars Yeah, it's, which I was so happy I don't know about. that I've ever had Little Caesars. Oh, you're fucking up. Um, it's we like, have one of those around here? I've never uh, seen yeah, one. Yeah, in Indian it's, Town. It's, it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, but it's $5 but it, and yeah. it's ready. Yeah. It makes me think of Hungry Howie's in Tallahassee. It's better than Hungry Howie's. Really? It's like, I, it's like, like I would say DiGiorno level. It's pretty... Uh, it's, better than It's DiGiorno? not great, but it's good and like... What's it, the appeal? The cheese is... The cheese tastes... It's that really cheap, stringy, Amer- like Americanized... Yeah. Cheese pizza. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it almost is like. Looks good, but, you know, it just isn't almost, real cheese. It's, it's like an upgraded, like, uh, school cafeteria pizza. Mm. Yeah. How about Mexican pizza? The, school cafeteria Mexican yeah, pizza? Yeah, the, the hexagon? Yeah, yeah the hot it's, fire. it's like a big one of those that you can get as an adult and then shit yourself. I'm going to, oh, <laughs> I might have to try it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sold. Yeah, I'm, I'm second second thing about putting things up your ass. Mm-hmm. We had a patient who called in, and mm. um, we don't put uh, anything suppos- up patients' <laughs> Unless they ask, um, because we don't we don't put suppositories on on their orders, right? Because mm-hmm. very few people they exist it. though. Oh yeah, um, and they're really more intended for cancer patients, people who cannot intake mm-hmm. cannabis in any mm-hmm. other way, because there's definitely easier ways to do it. Yeah. And this one guy calls in, and he is. Insistent on mm. having edible or on ha- having having suppositories added. We're like, all right, we'll add it. But we got a surplus. <laughs> but they, they they come in like fifty milligrams to start. Mm. That's a pretty they, decent dosage. Yeah. yeah, especially up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> you you like take it in faster because it's the ass. It no, it it's it's much longer. <laughs> probably the worst use for this um, exact, exactly. alright bro and I got no preference either this man's super gay or really super gay because <laughs> why would you ask and I love gays why would you ask for an elongated dildo of no, weed no, okay. no, not the actual suppository <laughs> Oh, because like <laughs> he's thinking it's I like a pocky stick. Like, 
Like three minutes? A All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a stick. rock, rock Dude. candy. Yeah. Okay, no, no. It lasts longer. Okay. It lasts, okay. lasts okay. longer. So right. important to clarify there. Um, I didn't realize it was important to clarify. Yeah, I, I know, and I'm getting as, we're, as we as we realized with the guy who tried to, to chew it. Um, That's so funny. No, so we tell him, look, when you take it, it's going to take a because it lasts longer. It takes a like a while to kick in. It's yeah. slower than edibles usually. Mm. So like, do not put a second. <laughs> Right? Do not do I'm another. I'm five deep. It's not. <laughs> this man is stuck too. You don't know this house. Okay. Just so won. we also thought that like. I'll take the Girl Scouts 10 inch. <laughs> <laughs> Eight wasn't enough last can, week. Can, can I, can I yeah, so, so we, A, we think it was because this was how he was going to approach ass play with his wife. Yeah. That's what we were pretty sure. No, no, Susan. The doctor told me I had to do yeah, it. Right, okay. exactly. Put excuse. it up my ass. You do it for me, though. Yeah, yeah. 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 Slow. Long. Yeah. Um, no, so he calls us the next day. He's like, you know, after about two hours, I wasn't feeling anything. So I put a second up there, and I'm so high, I can't make it stop. And we're like, like there's things you can we do to told get you. less high. Like, you can drink homemade lemonade. All right, um, good to know. Yeah. That's a thing? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if, you, if you're ever too high. Like literal lemons yeah, and pro, sugar? Pro tip, yes. Make Who's ever um, made real lemonade before? That's, you should probably do it more often. You've made real lemon, lemonade in your life? No. I do. Every once in a while. Well, yeah, as a bartender, you do it for sure. Okay. Oh, but, okay, so what we tell like a lot of our older patients, yeah. if, they're, if that's something they're worried about, yeah. you tell them keep some lemons in the fridge. Yeah. Also, taking CBD will also help All reduce, right. reduce uh, the euphoric effects. And also pepper, um, like black pepper. Yeah, yeah, fresh ground black pepper. So what you just do, like? Yeah, or put it in the lemonade. Yeah, it's not gonna taste great. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, but good to know, really. Yeah, yeah. wow, yeah, I've yeah. never heard of yeah. any of those things yeah. to be honest. I feel like you're like the, the myth has been busted. Like you, you would know, right? Yeah. I'm not gonna say that's yeah. a myth. The guy know? who's never smoked weed before. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. I don't know. It also. It's because the terpenes and that's yeah. the, uh, the profiles. But either way, this guy calls in. He's like, I put two up there. I'm so high. Please My ebonocadamnoids are so high. Right <laughs> <laughs> My ebonocadamnoids are flying. What and we just have to like tell him like, like we're sorry. Like, no, you know, we sort of like, told he's you. Like, do I shit it out? We're like, it's already been absorbed. Oh, she's gone. But like, you shit out a lot. Wait, so is that a, like when they do the suppository? Is it something they're supposed to have exit later? No, no. So it's it's literally made of glycerin. Um, it just dissolves. Someone tell me what a suppository is. It's just like a, it's, a okay, pill so you stick up your about, ass. It's about like that big, and about that that thick. It's probably about the size of like a pen cap. Um, that's pretty big to fucking put up your you ass. You were just talking about putting yeah, this Yeah, you thing. were down for this. <laughs> to not get arrested. You're saying I'd rather... <laughs> you were smoking. volunteering for I'm it. not saying... Oh, <laughs> listen, I'm, I waited out. We could smoke it, eat it, or up my ass. <laughs> we pick C. Final answer. So, I'm saying weird, kinky. Something like this? Yeah, almost, nah. almost identical. Mm-mm. Okay, but mind you, that is a horsefly, motherfucker. No <laughs> way, dude. They're also they're also made of glycerin, so they're like yeah. kind of they're kind of greasy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had one, not 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 the weed one. I had oh, one. after, after yeah. I got surgery. So I, there was no I, benefit. It was no just benefit. for fun. No. <laughs> I know what I'm gonna dream about tonight. Seven year old guy throwing a pen up his ass. <laughs> 
And is it is it weird? Is he hard? Is he soft? I mean, <laughs> like, do you flick it a little bit before to wake up? Say, hey, something's coming, you know? Or are you little shrivy, you know, good morning? And, you know, I don't know. Maybe I mean, a, a warm shower before? Loosen up things? They have, they have THC lube now, too. He just did that mm, like he knew that there was THC. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah, there's no reason not to. Oh, well, no, pussy gonna be high. Should have lubed the suppository right. with THC lube. Yeah, I got THC lube, and then I got high. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a good song. Yeah, um, guys, we're gonna have Marshall on again because there's too much to talk about in in one episode, but. He lives right down the street. Yeah, he like lives that. right down the fucking street. Um, we will let you guys know when we're going to smoke with Marshall for the first time ever. We're going to do a <laughs> whole episode with it. Um, but no, seriously, guys, from growing a business from the ground up uh, to his opinion on living life, which he makes very valid points, mm-hmm. um, to just him in a nutshell, take a lot of notes from Marshall because he's a really good person. He's built a really good business. And uh, he knows what the fuck he's talking about. He's worked like 15 years in two. So, yeah. um, no, and all joking aside. So, um, and it also on top of that, if you are someone who's considered or been scared about cannabis use um, and wants to talk to someone, consult to someone, talk to yeah, a doctor about out, it, please. reach out um, because it's not as scary or as, as intimidating as you probably think it is. You're literally dealing with a medical professional. And um, and it really could help you, whether it's doing that instead of a glass of wine, doing that instead of going it blacked out. There's a lot of, or doing it to help, you know, any type of health issues. Um, I've never. Or if you're s- struggling with that work-life balance, yeah. maybe you just need a THC maybe, suppository. Maybe or just do a thousand days in a row. Fuck it. Um, guys, MMJ Health. It's MMJHealth.com. Um, hit us up, guys. They also have an Instagram page. So find them on any type of social media as well. We'll put those handles in our link. We will see you guys next week. This is the Millennial Mentality. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Shorty, let me hit. Wait, well, maybe it's just poly. Got a nigga confident. Uh, remember all them dreams that I had when I was legit. They're like, yeah, I love the streets, but I'm still gonna go legit. Cause you know I need that German with that brand new fucking tip. Fell in love with them foreigners, watching a nigga your step. Got me feeling like I'm hardened, cause I'm plugged in with the breath. Let, like, if you took me wrong, you might get hit with this tech. Uh, let them birds fly like a nigga causing rest. And I swear they broke my heart when I seen them all. That shit, it made me strong. Now I'm right back on my best. Like, like bitches, leave me alone. Why I get linked on this tech? Like, like little bitches, leave me alone. Let's you gonna try that neck. Like, little bitches, leave me alone. Let's you talking about a check. check, check. Boy, juice is out of soda. Turn it over, watch it sing. Yeah, sometimes it might be purple. Sometimes it might be that pink. Probably roll that purple diesel. That shit Cuban like my legs. But I really like that Cali. Cause that shit don't make me trip. Deuce inside the south to turn it over, I just say Yeah, sometimes might be purple, sometimes it might be that pink Probably roll that purple diesel, that shit human like my legs But I really love that Cali, cause that shit don't make me true <laughs>